Hello, everybody, and welcome to Show Hoppers. Better Call Saul, Season 6, Episode 4, Hit and Run. I'm Kurt, joined by my former high school teacher, Mr. Sal. Who moves cones? Who does that? You know, there are people that move cones, and then there's people that place cones, Mr. Sal. Which are you? I'm a placer. I'm a cone placer. A cone placer. I am the one that places the cones. (laughs) (laughs) You took that of me. Anyway, though, we're here covering Better Call Saul in its final season. How exciting. Mr. Sal, tell me, how did you feel about the episode? What would you rate it out of 10? What did, what did you rate it? Uh, it is an integer. Okay. My, my score is an integer. Is it like a real number or is it an integer? It's a real number and okay. an integer. Is it um? It's like a whole number? It's a natural number. That's something. Is it a natural number? Ooh, now you're really extending the limits of my number labeling knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a natural number. And I'm pretty uh, sure yeah. it's a natural, a natural number. Yes. I forget a whole uh I forget what the other one. Natural number is one, two, three, four. It's just not negative. And then I think I don't know if zero is a natural number though. But okay. Yeah. Now that we've alienated half the audience. Yeah, now, now, now that most people got well, no, no math. Well, it's a natural <laughs> number. I'm not believe it. So we watched an episode for Close Saw. As per tradition, I have to guess Mr. Sal's rating. He's always very elusive about it. He's also very known. He's, he's known for, I guess, his rating, and he changes it last second just to, just to avoid that I've got what? it right. Very known for it, Mr. Sal. I think that's a I, common. I don't think that's a – is that a controversial thing for me to say? Are you going to dispute that? No, I, I, I will not dispute that. Because I, I do it all the time. <laughs> I, you, you guess me smart out and go, oh. I'm changing it out of spite now, and then I <laughs> and I change it. So I think I think you gave it a nine. I think you uh, you like you know this is this is mostly uh, you know Jim and uh, Kim stuff, uh, and you like that that that's all good by you. That you know pretty good marks if not nine or ten on that. But I think the Gus stuff you weren't big in, and I, I I'm actually curious to how you feel because this is a lot more linearly episode. Like all the episodes prior to this, we've been split at least between, you know, Gus the cartel stuff and Saul and Kim. But this episode is much more Saul and Kim with only a, like a like a sprinkle of of Gus like stuff. So I'm I'm gonna say you gave this a nine. Okay, and I'm gonna say you gave it a ten. Okay. Because that's Any what reason? you do. It's it's better call Saul. It's in the Breaking Bad universe, so you gave it a ten. So I can't. Really- I, I can't. I can't imagine there's anything you don't like about this episode. It's, I, yeah. I, okay. I think you gave it a ten. Okay, wonderful. Well, so what, what rating did you really give it? I did give it a nine. You were right. Okay, and you were wrong. I gave it a nine. Oh, whoa. I hated this episode. <laughs> I, it was a terrible episode. Yeah, it's the worst <laughs> one yet. Yeah, no. Was, I mean, I, here's why I gave it a nine. The Gus stuff just to me was like, okay, I already talked about it before. How like in this Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul universe, the characters are a bit unrealistic when it comes to like physicality stuff or like, oh, you know, I'll just gun down like four people like it's nothing or like I'll you know, uh-huh. survive this. I, I, that's just part of it. Whatever. I, I, I like it. I, I'm with it. That's fine. But Gus, like, what's this operation he's got going on at his house? <laughs> like he's got he's got like he's got more resources. That I think like the FBI does. I don't think the FBI could even pull this off. Or like, well, this is not. This is like between his house and then the the cyclist couple's house, right? Yeah, but like all these people he's got, he's got the secretive like he's he's got got, like a tunnel. tunnel. He dug a nice tunnel tunnel. in a nice tunnel. Like this isn't like this isn't like like this tunnel took real effort and work to make. This is not a simple like 
digging a tunnel. Like it's nicer than Lalo's tunnel. Tunnel. Yes. Yes. Why it is, is it nicer than Lalo's tunnel? Why? <laughs> Why is it such a nice tunnel? <laughs> it, it would have been. I feel like much harder to build his tunnel. I. I. So the tunnel. I don't get. Doesn't he have a family from Breaking Bad? Isn't that spoken about that he has a family? Or am I just wrong? Yeah. Am I making that up? Gus. No, I, I don't think so. I don't know. Why I just assumed he had a family. Okay. Then. Yeah. I, oh, that's I mean, fine. Then. I know. I remember he has Walt over for dinner once, and, and there's nobody else there. It's just the two of them. Yeah, well, you know, family, they're not like locked to the house per se, Mr. Sh- I don't know how your family is, but I want to know I don't know what kind of deal he gave to these cyclists to to use their house. So well, I, I, well I, that's another thing. I think the cyclists, besides the one thing they say to the camera people, maybe they're like blind or like they, they they're living in a different time period. Like at first I genuinely was wondering like is it that like these are like years apart and the cyclists are like one bit and these guys are because they're just not interacting whatsoever. Like this is yeah. like ridiculous. Like this, like I've never seen like never in my life have I entered a room with someone else in the kitchen. I just completely ignore them, <laughs> do what I'm doing, and then just leave. <laughs> well, just like just it's just the fashion they did sell. Like he's not even acknowledge their existence. Yeah, like, I know. Well, I think that they. But, I think they intentionally. Yeah, did I think it that's part way. of. I, I think like, that's part of it. Well, yeah, I, I think I think we're intended to believe that this is like FBI or DEA or something. Oh yeah, definitely the taking out Gus. Yeah. yeah. Also, uh, my, my question to you is: Did you know this was Gus's house in the beginning? I did not. I did not either. So I, my okay. my initial thought was, oh, you know, maybe this is Saul Goodman's house in the future, and this is a future scene, like they're staking right. him out, like when they went to sting on him. Yeah. Uh, and that you know that that's that's my thought. Or after they got, or after he ran off, and they're wondering if he's going to come back or something. Like that's mm-hmm. that was my play was Re- reasonable. I you know I I wonder did we see the, the exterior of Gus's house in Breaking Bad? We may have. I think we did because I think at one point Walt was debating like shooting him or something, or he like waited outside his house and okay. then he got he then he got a call from Mike or something. So, so, so some sometimes I feel like I'm better call Saul. They are. Uh, they do this really, really wonky thing where they they show us this thing that I think they think is iconic, and I don't remember it. <laughs> so like, yeah. like, like this. I think they probably thought, "Oh, Gus's house, that'll be an I- iconic scene." It'll be like they're staking this house out. What's this house? Oh, it's Gus's house. But I, not for I, I forgot. So, I mean, I mean, I mean, a very easy way. That they could have made it so we know it's Gus's house. If they really like, I don't know if it's supposed to be iconic and if this was made to be bait. Because I think it was made to be more bait. If they wanted it to be known as Gus's house, I, I mean, I suppose it's hand holding, but maybe in this case, we see the mailman drop off a letter that says like Gus Fring on it, or maybe we see like mm-hmm. I, he has the word Fring on his mailbox or something. Or, I, just, right. you know, a little nudge. Maybe, yeah. maybe he's a bit narcissistic and he has like his head. <laughs> muraled onto the <laughs> side of his house i don't know i mean i'm not yeah. like, maybe that's because hoa <laughs> in the area i see that they forgot something about that but you know yeah. the type of person can paint their house red why can't i put a mural of my own face on my house yeah then why does gus need to be in uniform what do you mean by that uniform like he had the same clothes on as ever as all the other people working for him i did not realize that i thought i thought he came home where it's like ah oh, I've been wearing my work clothes. Let me just change it to my relaxing clothes, which is another button. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. That's what it looked like. I was like, what, what is this? This is like, this is, first, I, I had no idea that Gus Fring was using clip on ties. 
Me, oh, I think I I wonder if Breaking Bad they showed you use clip on ties. But I saw that too. I was like, oh, you use a clip on ties. Did they show it before actually? Did they when know. he was throwing up at Don Eladio's house? They, did they, they take off no, his tie? No, I think I think they showed it when he um in box cutter. Okay. And he put on like the suit and then yep. got Victor and then put back on or the outfit. I, I think he might have taken off his tie and it, it might have been a clip on tie. Oh, I'm not okay. sure though. I might I See, might be another... retroactively putting that in my head. Oh, another, this is another thing that's like I, if that was intended to be like yeah Gus with the clip on ties I, I missed it missed my mind <laughs> but um the, the other thing is like is this a a girdle or a bulletproof vest that he's wearing I think it's <laughs> I a think girdle a no I think it's a bulletproof vest <laughs> oh really <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay I think it's a bulletproof girdle <laughs> I mean, I mean bulletproof, vest, bulletproof vest first if it's a girdle, it's a girdle then. But yeah, wait. I'm not here for the bull. <laughs> Trust me, guys. I just want to make sure I don't get shot. This is, this is, this is for it. Um, I mean, I guess we're already talking about this. I'll, I mean, I'll, let's just go through this entire scene real quick. We can go back to our favorite scenes afterwards. I, you know, I'm okay, so, sure. I, rest assured, I don't think any of our favorite scenes take place here. <laughs> nope. Okay. So we're fine. Okay. So, like, the bikers, right? The, the, yeah. the bikers that go. How do you feel about those bikers? Are we supposed to recognize them? I don't recognize them. I, I don't sure. recognize them either. And as, yeah. as you know, I feel like we're kind of at a point in Better Call Saul where they're going to start using characters that I'm supposed to recognize, but don't. Well, I mean, they do use one in this episode that we should have put on our list, but we should have put it on our list. Yeah, that they brought back. But well, I mean, we'll talk about that later. I, I, you got me. I don't know who it is. So. Oh, Unless okay. it's oh, is it is it uh um uh, Wendy? Yeah. Okay. Was she in Better Call Saul though already? I thought she was. Maybe she was. I don't remember her being. Because I did recognize her from Breaking Bad, but then I thought I think we, I feel like we've already seen her in Better Call Saul too. I don't know if we have. I mean, she's definitely in Breaking Bad, may, but maybe we have already seen her in Better Call Saul. I'm not sure. Yeah, but, but you're right. We should have put her on our. <laughs> if she was, yeah, if she wasn't already in Better Call Saul, yeah, we should have. Um, this is her first appearance in Better Call Saul. I think I'm, I mean we can check the IMDb. I'll, I'll look it up while you talk okay. about the scene. So okay, yeah, bikers, whatever. I, I will ask you this: Have You ever seen bikers doing the turn signal gesture? Uh, and, no. And so, <laughs> well, first of all, I haven't seen that number one. I've never seen a biker doing turn signal gestures, right? Obviously, I don't live in a big city, so whatever. I guess it's Albuquerque. Right. So, but number two, yeah. they're they're in a residential. Like, I don't think there's any need when you're in a residential road going up, oh, turn it this way. <laughs> uh. <laughs> is that a car nearby? This is this is right, not right. like it's not a it's not a concern. But anyway, whatever. That 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 was just kind of funny. They get home. That surveillance team. We already, you know, talked about that. Way later, the end, near the end of the episode, then Gus comes home to this. 1213 house. I mean, I'll remember now 1213 is Gus's house if that comes into play. Maybe we'll see Lalo come here or something. Or I, th- I think I think something of importance will come with the house, and perhaps this tunnel will also be of importance if they show I'll, here's what I'll also state. If they never do anything with the stupid tunnel they just showed us, <laughs> I will be so like, what? He has this, he has, this what is it? he has a concealing like laundry shelf, right? So it conceals this electrical box which mm-hmm. conceals an entrance to this super nice tunnel that then goes to like this other house into like their board <laughs> game room or their game room like i just they, they better use this that's all i'm saying i better see this again I, what are they going to use it for though we already know lalo, like lalo comes in or like or like 
Gus pulls a Lalo on Lalo, like he goes through his tunnel but then comes back around to get Lalo oh. and then leaves his okay. tunnel open. So Lalo's like, Oh, I know Gus went down this tunnel, but then he gets flanked. But then yeah, maybe Lalo okay. goes on the tunnel knowing that Gus is trying to flank him, so he flanks Gus back. It's like, <laughs> no, like I, I don't know. Well, like, we already we already know who wins that if that happens. So <laughs> I mean <laughs> <you're right. laughs> We already oh, know the, Gus's whole story arc. Like, I, 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 I mean, I mean, we know Gus at least lives. We don't know if Lalo dies. Yeah. There, though. Right. 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 Enough, no. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I, so, I, I don't know what the. It's just basically this tunnel to me is so. They showed the house so prominently, and they show this mm-hmm. tunnel. Maybe the tunnel will come into play, but the house, I assume, will come into play again. Mm-hmm. They showed mm-hmm. it so prominently, but maybe just to show Gus's paranoia or perceived paranoia, because I mean, he is right. Lalo is alive. Yes, right. So maybe maybe it is that. Do you have a do you, do you know if that's Wendy's first appearance? It is. This it is, is her. First. Yeah. So we should have put it in, put her in. Should have. Gosh darn it. No. Oh, well. <laughs> well. You win some, you lose some, Mr. Sal. Look, we both yep. lost there. We should we should, we should have like what, what what like a what do you call in TikTok? Is a cat like when it's a tie or something? Cat's cradle. Cat's cradle. Is it called a cat's cradle? No, that's cat's. Oh no, it's cat's game. Cat's right? game. Yeah, I don't know why it's called Cats Game, but yeah, we could, that, 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 that's on the score for Cats. Like, we, neither you or me, we didn't have the recognition race, recognition race, but Wendy showed up nonetheless. So, <laughs> yeah, our mistake. Wow. Uh, that's how that feels. Anyway, though, I, I, the biggest point that comes of it is at the very end um, of this whole like story arc, Gus kind of talks to Mike. The people are spread thin, you know. Gus is super paranoid, clearing trucks, following him. Mike's even installed the guy to work at Pollo's Hermanos to be up close, but you know what? He's not up to Pollo standards, so we <laughs> need to get another guy. Uh, and yeah, you know, it after two weeks, nothing from Lalo. So Mike wonders, you know, is he even really alive? But Gus holds firm, and Mike's he's skeptical, you know, where is he? So that's where we're left on that. So yeah. Yeah. So now we've gotten that out of the way. Now that we've gotten that out of the way. Mr. Sal, favorite yeah. scenes. Yes. Hmm. I think I know your favorite scene. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, g- g- give it a guess then. G- guess mine. Then. I, I think your favorite scene is the whole scam. Like, is particularly from the point where, uh, well, I, I, mean, I think you love seeing Bob Odenkirk dressed as Howard. With the makeup and the hair and everything, um, but I think that you particularly loved when he picked up Wendy and tossed her out of the car. And you, you see about me, scheme, I dare you. Oh, you, you, see, you see, see the scheme underway. <laughs> you yeah, see the scheme play out. And, I mean, I mean, if if you let me say the whole scheme, like from the time Saul shows up at the therapist's office to the time he, I mean, it's uh, a bit unfair. I think moves the scene. scene. Yeah, that's 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 too much. Yeah. So I'll say from the time he picks up Wendy to the time he drops off Wendy. Okay, I think yours is Mike and Kim speaking. Okay, you were and, wrong. And you were right. <laughs> Read you like a book, Mister Sal. No, I, I I didn't think you would get mine. Mine is I like it when uh Bill, the he's the other he's another one of the deputy um DAs. He's the one yes. that kind of gives it to us all straight. Really, hallway. I like that. That's your favorite scene. Yeah, I like that. Really, uh, not the. I, I mean, if you said like the whole thing from him coming in and then getting snubbed by everybody along I the mean, way. I mean, I mean, if you can count that, if you can count that, I would. Yeah, 
And I, I mean, I think I mean, it's I not an argument. Then yeah, then yeah, I would yeah, definitely yeah. do that. If I, if okay. I had to split, if I had to split hairs, I would say that. But yeah, that whole, that whole him getting snubbed part, I mean, it's kind of long then. But yeah, by all means, I will totally take that as. as yeah, I liked him being snubbed because it's it's an un, <laughs> it's an unintended consequence that I did not think of from um. Yeah, that's really that. cool. And then he gets another unintended consequence of it later. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was unintended consequences. Yeah, Could have been the title of this episode, but we got to stick with yeah. it and run. Just sensible yeah. with the the scheme we've been going with. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no. I, so I, I really liked what happened there. It's it's sensible and it's it's right. You know, the, the court of public opinion, yep. Saul has both lost and won in it in uh, different ways. So. Yeah, exactly. It's really it's pretty cool. Uh, that, He's now truly Jesse makes a line. So in Breaking Bad, when Jesse first shows like Walt, uh, Saul Goodman's practice, like they park outside of his shop. And Walt's kind of like, oh, this is ridiculous. Why would we go to this guy? Why, why don't we get like a real lawyer? And Jesse points out, well, when you know, you when you have a crime or something, you want a criminal lawyer, right? <laughs> and I think this is really where Saul is now being seen as a criminal lawyer. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, the effects yeah. of it. So I, I think from henceforth, this is his image. I'm starting to feel like. I should probably watch the first two seasons of Breaking Bad again before we get to the second half of Better Call Saul. Well, why the first two seasons? Well, he's because Saul shows up in season two. Yeah. Right. I mean, you skip season one. I feel like at that point, I mean, I'll sum up season one for you. Oh, Oh, I think season one's probably the most important part because season one is what's going to overlap with the end of better call Saul I would think that's true because I, I assume we're going to have stuff going on with Saul simultaneous and Gus and Mike oh wow you think that yeah simultaneously with what's going on in season one of Breaking Bad I did not even comprehend so that I occurring think, that I makes, think I need oh, to watch at least season one of Breaking Bad maybe season two at least up to the point where Saul gets introduced in season two yeah, Pentecost saw. Eh, no, it's not eh, sensible then. I mean, so 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 be it if that's what you decide. I didn't even think about that. I think I'm gonna have to. <laughs> Is that, I, I don't um, think I have a choice. So well, yeah. I, mean, I, I'm gonna, I feel like I'm gonna be lost otherwise. <laughs> I, I can explain to you a bit. I, I, I give you broad strokes. We do broad strokes. No, that's why you rewatch it. Maybe viewers uh, you want rewatch it too. I have no idea though whether how much that'll matter though. I would feel bad if you rewatched all that and didn't matter, but. I mean, why would you feel bad? It's great television, so it's fine. I don't right. mind watching it again. But no, so that I, I am, but yeah, I really liked that uh, courthouse stuff and that yeah, um, unfortunate consequences from yeah, really, really good stuff. And I and I love the the Mike and Kim scene. I, I thought it was that what was great about that was that's the only point really of crossover it between. Is what's going on with Saul and Kim and what's going on with Gus and Mike. So yeah, that was really cool. And, and just down to the point where Mike goes to Kim instead of Saul, even though he's got a relationship with Saul, mm-hmm. he doesn't go to Saul. He goes to Kim, you know, because you're made of sterner stuff, <laughs> but, you know, that, so, so that was pretty neat. I get that too. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it was like, it was pretty, pretty exciting to hear his voice. When, when she's about to leave and uh it is very just, recognizable yeah. yeah he's got a very recognizable voice i don't remember exactly what he says but it was really cool because you knew immediately it was mike You're like ah okay so it was mike who had the people following her and 
yeah. That's also plus, good too. Yeah, to be able to rest in the bed who was following them. It's just yep, sensible pl- now. Yeah. Plus, I think we did throw that out there as a possibility at one point that it was Mike telling them to make we, sure that. Yeah, we said Mike, but we we didn't think it would be people Mike's sent by guys. Mike. Yeah, yeah, whatever. That's I think that it's fine by extension. So, uh, but uh, I think that my favorite part of the scene though is that Kim finds out uh, kind of indirectly that Lalo's still alive, which is terrifying for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she knows how terrifying it will be for Saul, and she doesn't tell him. Yes, that, yes, actually, yeah, uh, yeah, actually doesn't tell him. Was, what did Saul Saul kept something from Kim recently, right? Or no, maybe I'm confused. I, I don't think he's told her about all the new clients that he's gotten and why. No, no he, he, did. Did. He, did. he did, he did, he did, he did, he did. Yeah, yeah. I think I might be confusing stuff. Never mind. I think I might be confusing like series or something. Okay, <laughs> so. Well, yeah. Another reason I gave this a nine is I think back to last episode, and this is—I mean, this isn't close to next last episode. I mean, it's, it's, it's it's such an unfortunate. Anything put here was going to be unfortunately placed. Oh because yeah, last, last episode was so good. So it was so. I mean, they 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 really did do a great send off for Nacho. I mean, yeah. I, I might vote for him as my care in TV time. You know, I'm just just. <laughs> Yeah, A-class stuff there. So. Well, you know, I, I really... You you don't realize how much you would miss him if he was gone, but I really missed him in this episode. Yeah. It, I, a lot. <laughs> I missed that... I, like, I, I missed the dynamic they had going in the first few episodes. I know you I know you wanted more overlap, but I was fine yeah. with the two separate storylines going on. Yep. Um, but now I guess they've... I mean, they've tied the bow on one of the storylines-ish. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I the, the Saul and Kim stuff is always my favorite, always has been, probably yeah. always will be. But with no Nacho and no Lalo in this, and no uh, Hector. So, like, none of those three characters. You're only tied to the cartel now when this episode was Gus. Mm-hmm. And the Gus stuff was relatively it, weak. Oh, yeah. It was, it was minimal and not too much substance. Like The most substance was just the very last scene. Like, where yeah. they kind of talk a bit, and it's just, and all it's showing is Gus is just paranoid about Lala. Yeah. So. Yeah. And rightfully so. Yeah. Correctly. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, alternatively, my, I had a second guess for your favorite scene. I didn't use oh. it, but my, my other guess would have been um Howard's therapy, just the Howard therapy part. <laughs> the, the, the ending very, part of it. The very end of it. Oh. No, the very end yeah. of it. Where he starts to discuss. Yes. He starts to discuss his dream to oh. the therapist <laughs> and he starts talking about it. He talks about <laughs> he had a dream in an airport. And he couldn't read things because it was in a different language. And uh, you know, so on and so I forth. probably should have been paying attention to what the dream was because it probably has some meaning. Uh, no, but, it doesn't, Mr. Sal. No, no, but no, as no, soon as he said I had a dream, I tuned right out. Like, no, Me too. I, 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 but then I was like, I actually, I wanted to jot down a bit of what he said. It's just, it's just. Oh, we don't, we don't listen to dream talk here on a show. Hoppers. No, 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 no. Don't talk about your dreams, people. Don't. I mean, asterisks. Dreams as in what you dream of at night, not your right. aspirations. Feel free to talk about your aspirations to a healthy degree, I guess. I mean, anyway, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's it. Is there anything else you want to say primarily about the episode? Like, uh, what did you think of this title? I, I did not love it. Nah, I mean, there's a car involved. There's not. There's not like um. I mean, I, my, my only my only guess for the meaning of it is uh when they throw wendy out of the car is that really the hit and run like i mean that's not a hit and run the hit and it's run not have to be hit another car but, but they don't they, 
I, so here's the way I metaphorical it. collision. The metaphorical collision with Howard. They hit Howard. They run. Like that's mm. that's how I interpret. Don't like it. it. I'm not crazy about it either. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not about it. So arguably also the weakest title. I don't know. I don't. We'll see. So nah, I still think it's better than Wine and Roses. Okay, that's true. Because uh, you say that title, and I go, okay, I don't really remember exactly what's in that episode. So. <laughs> Lalo. It's the only episode Fair. with Lalo yeah. in this whole season so far. Right. So. Four episodes in, we've had one episode with Lalo. Checkmate the Mister Town. So uh, I guess we'll, we'll start talking about the episode a bit. We start off with yeah. Howard going to therapy, and he's talking. Well, we start off with the cyclist, but we already did that. Yeah, we already did that. Yeah, yeah. We're, so we're, we're going right to the other stuff now. Forget all that yeah. noise. Howard goes to therapy. Talks about, I presume his wife or girlfriend, Cheryl. He's wearing a wedding ring, so I'm assuming wife. Oh, Observant. I never look out for that stuff, Mr. Sell. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 did, I had never noticed it before. I was like, wait, Howard has a wife? And I looked at his hands like, oh, he's wearing a wedding ring. Okay. Right. Maybe I just haven't missed I've, I've just missed it. Up to this Maybe point. you should start wearing a wedding ring despite not being married. I mean, if you want a uh, potential partner repellent, then yeah, go for it. <laughs> Partner repelling, <laughs> wearing a wedding ring. Uh, but anyway, uh, we see that Howard Goodman comes into the scene. I mean, what, what do you want to call this guy's? <laughs> like, I like that. I'll call I like him, Howard Goodman. Okay, Saul Hamlin. I don't know. But we call Saul Word. I don't know what you want to call it, but uh, Howard Goodman. This is, this is like the funniest thing. I, I think this is hysterical. It's I also, love it. Yeah, and. and what I love too is the pinstripe suit. Do you remember it from earlier? Oh, seasons? yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. I'll, yep. I'll remind the viewer. I believe it's season one. One, one, could yeah. be two, but I think it's season one uh, where he gets an influx of cash. Actually, it's from the Kettleman's. So it has to be season one. Yeah. Season one yeah. gets the money from the Kettleman's and he, actually, maybe it's season two. I don't know. He gets money from the Kettleman's and he uses it to buy a suit to emulate Howard. Uh, and puts up a billboard that emulates Howard's. I mean, yep. he kind of uses it for PR stun stuff, some other stuff. But he buys this suit to look like Howard, and Howard kind of yep. gets an injunction or something against him. And it, you know, he does it on purpose. But yeah, so he has the suit. He really does have the suit. So yep. I'm just glad to see it come back into play. But yeah. he's got he's got his suit. He's got his like fancy remote control car thing in one hand. <laughs> got a cone in the other. Uh, snags Howard's ride, leaves a cone for the spot because oh, don't, for, don't forget the spray tan and the hair. Oh, oh yeah, of God. course, yeah, yeah. He's got the spray tan, he's got the hair, he's got the whole getup, and off he goes. Meanwhile, Kim's having lunch with Cliff Maine. Uh, obviously the I guess the target here. I, yeah, he's the mark. I guess I would consider him the mark, even though they're going after Howard. Cliff's the mark. Yeah. So yeah, okay. Uh, Saul picks up Wendy. Glad to see her again. I guess. And gets in position, texts Kim that he's ready. While Kim's chatting with Cliff, she brings up that there's social systemic issues in the judicial system and that Cliff has, you know, maybe some sway statewise. And it's brought up that Cliff's son either has had or is currently has a drug problem. Is, right. is it a former or current drug problem? It sounds like it's ongoing, but yeah, I, I can't quite tell, but. Uh, Cliff has sympathy for this type of work and starts giving Kim some advice. Seems to be willing to help her with this. And this is very happy news for Kim because not only is she getting Cliff Maine to help her out with the social work she wants to do, but now also it's time to run the operation. Gives uh, Saul the okay. And 
Howard comes out like a bat out of hell, drops off his uh, good old friend Wendy, and then off he goes. You know, I just got a quick interject here about Wendy. When she gets in the car with Saul, she like just keeps staring at him, and she's like, "I really like your hair. Your hair looks really good." And I I, I mean, that that is such a barb, like such a the jab at Saul, inadvertent. She doesn't know it, but it's like. Yeah, I really like you better as Howard. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Right, yeah, that's true. That it's funny. Yes, she does. Yep. She does. She does like Howard's get up, and mm-hmm. she gets kicked out. And Cliff is baffled. As, is that was that Howard? Oh my goodness! Which, by the way, uh, the next on. I don't ever put notes on the next on. I don't have a note on this, but I did. I did like the next on. It does appear that Cliff confronts howard yeah <laughs> and i think I, I that's gonna be a funny scene I'm yeah just, yeah oh, oh Russell, what's the type of irony called again is it dramatic or situational irony because it always know. that's that's I what know. we do with show operas we'll never remember which ironies which but it's one of those two ironies there where we but know the like, truth but they don't i feel like every time we look that up it's always dramatic irony and so i always think it's just dramatic irony but i don't know what situational irony is i mean now, I, yeah now i want to like oh my god <laughs> don't worry about it but like i i think this is dramatic irony where we know okay yeah know. yeah no right it's, it's situational is when something happens that's very different than what we expected so basically the okay. opposite of what you think happens all right all right okay. good so it's so, dramatic so, so dramatic irony okay so we always use dramatic irony we will catch situational. Yeah. okay yep. dramatic irony you like it's dramatic look at that boom mm-hmm. we and... don't ever use the term uh situational irony we use subversion of expectations i like that i love we yeah. should use that yeah that's good. No, we always do. We, 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 yeah. we, we say that term all the time. And I think that it means the same thing as uh, in situational irony. Yes, we should use that term. That's a good idea. Okay. <laughs> no, no, we do. We do. Let's do it. So, so Kim. Uh, oh, yeah. Wait. So Saul drives off. He returns the car, moves the sign with great effort. And I don't know why he takes. Why, why does he like? Why does he care to move the sign? Well, I think he thinks so. He's moved. He's moved the car over into a space that's not actually a parking yeah. spot, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think Howard, he what he's worried about is that Howard will see that there's no sign there and worry that he parked in a spot that is not for patients and look then look down and notice. Whereas if the sign's there, he's not going to look down and notice that he's not in a parking spot. But maybe Howard's just going to think. Well, I, I guess you're. Well. You're right, because if he notices, he might remember the event or it might help him later if, yeah. when Cliff's about to confront him on it. So I guess you don't want him yeah. to realize anything special. Yeah, you know, I think okay, this fair. is a good, it's a good move. It's a good yeah, move. Fair, 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 fair. Okay. I okay. mean, that that sign would like shred my hands though. So I'm not sure how he did that without like getting, like cutting his hands in half. But... That's, that's what happens when you're a lawyer, all that paperwork and stuff. I really, ah. calluses on the hands. So okay. manage that just in time though. Nick of time moves it. And also, just in the nick of time, stay, stays up long enough for Howard to <laughs> buy the sign. <laughs> and off he goes. Uh, Kim drops off Wendy in officer free legal services because she complains about constant um, police issues. And yep. Kim notices she might be, you know, might be being followed. Uh, but they yeah. do leave when she kind of notices them. Mm-hmm. So don't know if we'll see Wendy again now that uh, Kim's offered her free services. Maybe we will. Right. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we'll see Hank versus Kim. Oh, interesting one. So back home, Saul and Kim, they celebrate what they've done. Kim is glad that they, you know, they got Cliff. 
kind of questions if she was being followed, but Saul kind of puts her down of like, no, don't worry about it. You just can't believe you got away with this. Yeah, that and yeah. that's that's you know that's why you're feeling this way because we 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 did it and it's amazing and it's wonderful. He does say the line of well, you know what they say: the wicked flee when no man pursueth, which kind right. of upset Kim a bit. Yeah, yeah, the notion that they might be the wicked, but she seemingly gets over it whether she actually which is does. weird because I mean I feel like she knows that they're wicked, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean. Maybe- Oh no, she because she always justifies what they do in terms of yeah. then I can help other people. Is that right. she, so she does always do that? Or yeah, they it's, have it's, it coming. So I think she does justify that they're good people. I think if you went to Kim and asked her if she's a good person, I think she would say yes. Yeah, you're probably right. She, she's got that Machiavellian attitude, the ends justifies the means and yeah, so forth. So I think I think she uh I think she does think they're they're good people, and maybe they are. I mean, maybe, yeah, that's mm-hmm. up for the interpretation, Mr. Sal. I mean right. it's all right. everything's relative. Everything's relative. So I suppose relative to, you know, Gus Fring, they're probably good people. Maybe even relative to you or me, they're pretty good people. That could be. Okay. <laughs> so I can't say I've ever won a giant settlement for um, senior citizens who have been taken advantage you know, of. They haven't won it yet. They haven't won it. You're right. They have a pending case. You're right. So uh, the next day, Saul heads into work. And everyone's giving him a hard time. Security makes him go through all the bells and whistles. Suddenly, actually, he actually has to do paperwork now to move mm. dates around. People like are shrugging him off. And Bill Oakley gives it to Saul that, well, basically, in short, you scam the court, you scam the judge for murdering cartel psychopaths. Uh, Saul challenges him to prove these allegations, but there's no need to. Yeah, there, there's proving, and then there's just knowing. So, like we said, he's lost the public court of opinion here at least in terms of this courthouse and yeah. later at lunch i mean it's even more shown but speaking of lunch kim has maybe her fourth lunch of the day the client at this <laughs> place like she i don't know how much lunch she eats in, in a day or what, what goes on here well, but it seems like she gives away most of her food so yeah I, well why does the soldiers do this instead of the instead of his <laughs> nail salon place i guess i know but anyway she's doing her uh yeah for whatever however, whatever number lunch of the day but notices the car that's been following her so she leaves to confront the drivers marks down their plate uh couldn't you know confronts them straight up are you following me threatens to call the police and they leave so mm-hmm. they don't they don't id themselves or anything so she's still not in the know but it's, there are people following her it would seem so okay that's well, what it looks like there we go Lunch-wise for Saul, he's eating alone, uh, but he's getting lots of calls, lots of interest. Uh, Speedy justice for you. Yeah, too bad he has to point all his clients to his temporary satellite office because you know, his is having worked on it. His a nail uh, salon in his lobby. <laughs> <laughs> he's having worked on the mahogany. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Saul heads down to the nail salon and he has tons of clients, more than he even called in. Because he's Salamanca's guy. And wow. I mean, Saul is excited by this. This is not too worrisome for him. This is great. More business is wonderful. And he goes through all of them, you know, talks to them. And we'll see. We'll see if we see more of them whatsoever. But I mean, they didn't mention some of their names. So maybe. one of the names is just too much. Well, which one? I don't want to say because I don't want you to have to censor anything. Okay, that's fine. So, <laughs> appreciate it. So, <laughs> so Kim, meanwhile, she finishes up her eighth lunch of the day. Hands in her bill, 
and Mike intercepts her to have a good chatting with. And we've already talked about it. So pretty quickly, uh, Mike says the two people that were following her are gone for now. And he can answer some questions that the cops aren't looking into them whatsoever. Mike knows that they're up to some stuff, but he doesn't really care. While Salamanca is alive, he probably won't reach out. But if he does, we're watching. Uh, doesn't matter who I work for, but just just know that my guys are going to watch you. Don't worry about it. Just leave them alone and it'll be gone before you know it. Kim, however, deduces that Mike was the one in the desert with Jimmy. How does she figure this out? I just guy, the, 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 the desert guy. Yeah. I have no idea. I mean, Mike is looking a little crispy right now, but I don't know how long it's been since the desert, but he definitely looks sunburned still. Well, maybe she just said it as like an accusation and saw that it sticked. Oh, okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's it. Just, just maybe. Say as well. I, I really don't know how she knows. Because Saul did tell her that there was another guy with him, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, and maybe this guy's careful enough to watch over them now. He did it before, and that's why he was at the uh, yeah. the desert. So I mean, yeah. I, I could see some things. So she says that she also recognizes him from the parking garage. And uh, yeah. yeah, so there, there, there's yeah. that. I do want it noted that I'm curious to know if Kim, not, now that Kim knows a place where he used to work, if she will try to ID him in any way to try to figure some oh. more stuff out on her own. Because oh, she, yeah. she knows the fact that he works at the courthouse. It probably could figure out what his name is. And then with that, I mean... I don't know what else she wants to look into from there, but she might try to figure out who she she does ask the question, who do you work for? And Mike doesn't reveal that. Right. And answer that. So maybe Kim will figure out for herself. And she's kind of in. I feel like she's not kind of power hungry, tripping mood where she might just go ahead and do it. So, yeah. Yeah. You may be right. I don't know if that'll happen, but I'll, I'll plant the flag in that. Perhaps we'll see okay. if it happens. I'll claim I knew all along. If it doesn't happen, we'll forget all about it. That's the wonderful <laughs> thing about planting flags. <laughs> that's, that's the nice thing about a weekly podcast. Yeah, it's wonderful, yeah. So, uh, anything you want to say on that? The little mic chatting stuff? Yeah, I feel like I've said everything I need to say. Yeah, we're excited about it. This is, this is, I'll tell you what. This, this is my favorite scene in the episode. I had a lot of trouble deciding on my favorite scene in the episode because there's no scene that really stands out as my favorite, though. I, I'm with you. I, I don't... I, the the favorite scene here compared to the other episodes, I mean, I, I, this is a weaker favorite scene for me as well. Like, it's not a, yeah, it's not like a pizzazz like wowed me out. I just, I really enjoy the scene. I mean, this is obviously a really good scene as well. It's yeah, you know, in contention for it. But anyway, yeah. uh, last scene is and this one's. I, I mean, this one kind of excites me. So I was looking at his new office. Yeah, this is the office from Breaking Bad. So yeah. he, he talks about, oh, there'll be a temporary spot. It's not going to be temporary, at least <laughs> not for your run as Sal Goodman. Uh, but anyway, he's got clients that throw cash at him. Kim's a bit worried that it's for the image of his past client, but she might also just be worried thinking of Lalo and the fact that, you know, he's alive. Doesn't mm-hmm. tell Saul that he's alive. And she gives a bit of a review of this location at first, a bit negative, but lands that it might just be a diamond in the rough. So we'll have to see where it <laughs> yeah, goes. She, from there. she lists all the positives too. She's she does. She starts. A... She starts off with negatives, but then she goes and starts off, with, then ends it with positives, and concludes could just be a diamond in the rough. So yeah, there you go. And that's has to wrap oh, up you there. The most important part, though. Oh, the toilet. Yeah. Yeah, I did not remember that until. <laughs> <laughs> 
She makes him promise not to lose the not to not to move the toilet. I don't even get that. Like, what's the what, what was that supposed to mean? I mean, this is a toilet right in the middle of the place. <laughs> it's, just, it's not in a bathroom. It's just a toilet in the middle of the room. She says, you know, you, you got to promise mm. not to leave the toilet alone. Okay, I'll put. Well, that'd be interesting design. Putting the bathroom in the middle of like a lobby, in the very middle of like like a room, like a box, the door, bathroom door, and then it's it's there, so everyone knows when you go to the bathroom, like they can yeah. see that you in there. Interesting, because that's embarrassing. Interesting. I, I, you know, it's embarrassing if people know you go when you're going to the bathroom. Uh, uh, I'll yes. say this. I'll say this right now. It is a sign of weakness, or it is. I don't like when people know when I'm taking a number two. Okay. There you go. And I think it's a sign of weakness. If people know you're taking a number two. So, so this, that, that could be a. Hey, Kurt, you know, you know what? what? <laughs> I'll check the time. No, no. Before we check the time. Oh, okay. There's another character in this who was from Breaking Bad. Wait, don't tell. Well, okay, give me a hint. Because obviously, I mean, I didn't catch it until. Is uh, it? Okay, wait. I found this is one of the bike riders. The guy kind of reminded me of the, the magical guy, but I don't think it's him. So, I mean, I don't think he'd be biking what, around. What guy are we talking about? Oh, the biker. One of the bikers. But I don't think oh, give me a hint. How do I do this? Oh, um, is, is it one uh, of the drivers that was following them or following Kim? No. Okay. It's one of his new clients. Oh, is it that first guy? I can't remember. Well, I I mean, I don't really know. So, it you is. Well, this is the name I didn't want to say. <laughs> Let's censor yourself. Just, uh, just, well, just... well, no, his, his, his name starts with an S and ends in an Ouj. So there, there. How's that? So, so be yeah, okay. Well, well, I'm curious to where he's in breaking. I, I want to have to look into this then. I get a little background knowledge. I'm not going to look right now. But... So he was he was with Wendy in season two, episode six, Peekaboo. I think he's the guy who had the ATM crushes skull oh well that's not wendy the person's with when the skull gets crushed that's something different because they have a kid and stuff together and wendy doesn't have a kid oh, oh you're right so it's okay. not it's not okay. wendy that's someone else but okay yeah but no he could be that guy i mean i don't have to we look no, at the it episode. is it is it is all right no oh i'm sorry yeah so yes he is in he's the atm crush guy room. I think he is. I mean, if he's in Peekaboo, he's there's a good chance he is. Yeah. Peekaboo is the one, right? Yeah. Peekaboo is the one where, yeah, some uh, couple robs one of um, Jesse's dealers. This is when they're trying to like mm-hmm. make their own distribution chain. Jesse goes there because either him or Walt has to teach him a lesson, but Walt goes, well, you're in charge of distribution, Jesse. That's on you. Teach him a lesson. So Jesse goes in with the gun, sees that there's a kid, kind of feels a little bad. I mean, they go through it. They come back with an ATM. Uh, you know, lots of other stuff ensues. But yeah, and yeah, guys, head gets crushed in. <laughs> yeah, that's him. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would not remember that had that ever told me. Do that you is... know the guy in this episode that I'm talking about? I know he has a ponytail. No. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. Yeah. Then okay. We're good. Then yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. That's a little fun fact. I mean, we'll see if he becomes more important. I'm curious because they do name some of Saul's clients here. So I'm curious to if they'll be not, I'm not saying important characters, but at least we'll see them a bit reoccurring or something. You know what I mean? Like, right. Clients over and over 
at least the named ones for the time being. So we'll, we'll see. Maybe, maybe he'll be one of them too. So, but uh, that being said, Michelle, if, if you got nothing else for the episode, the time, do you know time? Yes. Is? Time I am aware. It, it is, it is the time of times. Oh, the TV time. Oh, not times. Okay. TV time. That, that's a great time. I TV time is a great time. I love TV time. I also think the viewers like TV time. I think that the people of TV time like TV time because they use TV time. But I also disagree with them a lot vehemently on many core issues. So I will I will say that they gave it a five out of five. They did 72%. I'll be the only here's I'll stick my flag in. The only episode that would not get a five out of five is why this is my prediction is the final episode, possibly, if people are not pleased by it. Uh, I think you're probably right about that. So I think people will keep having hope. Maybe not, though. We'll see. Maybe, maybe if like Kim dies or something, people get upset if they feel unjust. If if suddenly, uh, if suddenly Kim just got shot in the back by Lalo, who had not been seen what's like no no, nothing <laughs> whatsoever leading up to just shot, and then there you go. People might get upset about that. Well, we'll have to see. But anyway, character rating, character ratings. Hmm. hmm. He's not. I would not say there's a particularly strong character in this episode. I think it's got to be between Kim and Saul. Because uh, I don't think you really say Mike and I don't think you say Goss and really everyone else is fairly irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Um, even Gus, I think, is the most irrelevant of the Mike and co. So I see there got to be Saul or Kim. Uh, and I think, I mean, I mean, it's a Saul type of episode. Why not? You and the listener said Saul Goodman. Okay, and I'd say you said Saul Goodman as well. Okay, well, that was like, yeah, I did say Saul Goodman. And so did the listeners, not the listeners, so did the TV Time voters, 49%. I, however, said Kim. Of course you did. And what was Kim's percentage? It seems relatively close if you got 49. 45, 45, yeah. very, very close. Understandable. I, mean, I I think it's I think it's pretty big toss up between the two. I, I don't think um, you know what? I, maybe I should have said. I, I I think about. I mean, it's pretty close. I mean, I'm thinking about Kim because Kim learns about Lalo's alive. That the the scene with Mike is what would really make Kim. Yeah. Overall, but I, I like yeah. Saul stuff. And yeah, well, you well, I mean, Saul gets his scene in the courtroom and and yeah. his scene at lunch and the scene at the, at the nail salon. What what I love about Kim in this episode though is the like th- there's doubt there like she's she's clearly got a lot of doubt you know she when when he brings up being the villain being evil the wicked sorry wicked being wicked like that she, that that does not go over well with her and then when she finds out Lala's still alive you know that's chilling experience for her that she then withholds from saul uh so i because uh, she's like, made of sterner stuff yeah she's made of sterner stuff exactly so yeah, I, so I went with Kim. I, I feel good about that choice. That's small. I mean, I, I, well, what are the other like little rods? <laughs> Who's third? Uh, third is Nacho? Is Mike, four percent. Right. Not Nacho got zero percent, but he was the first listed zero percent. But huh? uh, Mike, Mike got four percent, and then Lalo got one <laughs> percent. People want Lalo back. They want him back. Yeah, uh, it's been a long time. I'm surprised I've gone this long without Lalo. Me too. It's, I'm shocked. Yeah, it's. I mean, I am start for Lalo now. I'm like, oh, come on, look, let's let's get him back now. We're come on. There's only there's, there's only three episodes left in this half season. Yeah, he's right? been gone for two weeks apparently. Yeah, 
So what's yeah, he doing? Not- Something big's gonna happen. I mean, last last we saw of him, he went back towards Mexico. He did not yes. go across the border. So I don't. Well, I have no idea what he's doing. What his plan is. I mean, I, everybody we know is not in Mexico. Everybody we know is in the United States. Yeah, as far as, mm-hmm. as, far as we know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. As of right now, yeah. So I will have to see. I looks excited, I guess. So, mm-hmm. uh, everything else you want to say, Mr. Sell? What's the next episode called? And you know, that is a that's a <laughs> valid question, Mr. Sell. And I, you know, speaking of valid questions, I mean, you you're a teacher and you teach yeah. a lot of people every day, and yeah. I think something that you can respect is a nice valid question. Excuse, um, excuse to <laughs> find. The if I find it before you, you're in I, trouble. I, I, I found someone, it. It's, I, well, it no, is, I, I, which is it's really hard sometimes <laughs> to talk when someone else is talking. So that is another skill that must be acquired. <laughs> but thankfully, we know what the next episode is going to be. It's black and blue. I think that there, one without saying. I think I think you could have just assumed that title to be honest with you. That would be just you could just, just grab black and this, blue. I bet we video. see Howard in a boxing ring. Ah, you said we're good, probably. probably. Boxing <laughs> ring, good. I guess. Yeah. So yeah, I don't no, know the terminology. Ring, no. yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, no, that, yeah, that, that's a good guess. <laughs> especially, yeah, especially, especially, especially now that we know Cliff's gonna uh, confront him next episode. Mm-hmm. Howard might get a little angry about. That. Especially, listen, here's what I'm confident on: Cliff's gonna confront Howard. He's gonna bring up the fact he was at lunch with Kim, and that's immediately gonna, you know, Howard's gonna go. Oh, they're getting me again. Like they're doing, they're doing something to me because he already knows that, you know, Saul was doing stuff to him and Kim didn't seem to care when he poured his heart out into saying, Oh, listen, something's wrong with Jimmy. He's doing all this stuff. He's lashing out at me. I, it's kind of concerning. I think he needs help. And Kim just laughed at him. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think, I think he might be suspicious once he learns uh, Kim was there. So, oh uh, yeah, I, I know. Think- so, so, yeah, part of you're the plan. probably right. Yeah, I, it might be. Who knows? I, you know, honestly, um, I, you know, I got a question for you, actually. Yeah. So l- last week with the, the Nacho episode, you felt like the series was accelerating at a rate that indicated that we were going to catch up to Breaking Bad timeline sooner than we thought. Do you still feel that way? Uh, yeah, why not? See, I feel like they pumped the brakes quite a bit in this episode. They did. <laughs> <laughs> just for this episode like i mean i mean i think the next episode's a lot more telling of what's to come francesca's in the next episode i think well we'll look at the ellison once they get the the office going yeah and then and then i mean we're, we're, we're i think the sky's the limit once we get yes. the office going like are we yes. gonna see jesse pinkman in there on a separate occasion before walt since he already knew about saul goodman or yeah, had you just heard about him from the advertisements i i don't know but i i, I we're only we're only on the fourth episode of the season, right? Yeah, now. but they're only seven and a half season. Oh yeah, but I'm talking, we've also got another six. After so those are those are all Gene. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. My man, that does excite me though. The fact they skipped the Gene team. Ah, oh, that means that the payoff is going to be so good for that. At least it better be so good for that. Oh, I will. Uh, I'm yeah. so excited for that. So, yeah, but I I, I think. Well, honestly, it didn't even cross my mind though that we would um, we would be parallel to the Breaking Bad universe. That oh like, yeah, we, we, I, we have to be. I didn't even think about that. That like we would be seeing Saul Goodman 
while Jesse and Walt are doing their things in the beginning. Yeah. Maybe even after they meet, we see a bit more of Saul's perspective. I mean, that would be yeah. that'd be really cool. So I would What about the what about the super lab? Is that that's not done yet, right? No, that, that, that yeah, no, that's not done. Because remember, so remember they, they were building it, Werner Ziegler died, you know, he died. Yep. And also Lalo was investigating. And so they halted operation because Lalo was mm-hmm. around, not was north of the border. They send everyone back. So mm-hmm. they've ceased working on it for now, not until Lalo's taken care of, or at least I guess not north of the border, but right now, I guess they have issues with Lalo. So right. And the super lab is not complete. Super lab's not complete. Gal's not working in it. Obviously, because no. it's not complete. But Gail, we did uh, see Gail, though. We, we did, yeah, Gale. yeah. Um, and then, uh, and Saul's office is not complete yet. He needs, no. you know, the Constitution and the Pillars of Justice and Francesca. But that, that takes one like time jump, which this yeah. part could be. It literally could be the split of this part, and then we're we're, we're caught up. Mm-hmm. Oh, what an ending the season to be if, if it ends with like, oh, man, the vacuum call. No, not the vacuum call. If it ends with um, I can't remember what. Well, Walt's fake name is when he goes in to see better. So he Walt's the first one to go see Saul Goodman that we see because he loses flipping a coin to Jesse and he has to go in and he yeah. goes in with the fake name. But I would I would love it if that's like that's how the season ends. It's like the guy with the fake name, or maybe he calls him into his office or like something happens and then oh now we're caught look now we're we're to this point now. Yes, like, yeah. Now we're we're here. Or oh something that's like an homage to the original series that now we're we're at this point. At least, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, well, I think we're definitely going to get that by the mid-season mark. Wow, because I mean, yeah, we, I, we have to run parallel with Breaking Bad for a little while anyway. I don't know if we had. To. I mean, I, I never thought about running parallel. I thought maybe we, we might see the characters before the events of Breaking Bad whatsoever. Like we might oh, look, maybe we would see Walt like separately of a uh, Jesse, like just him and Skyler, maybe Kim does something with them. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, like yeah. just just seeing the characters before the events of Breaking Bad, but running parallel, I think, I think, I think there's something to that. So, yeah, we'll see though, but it's I think that's all we've got here for this episode. So thank you listener for listening as all you guys are good job at that. I appreciate it. Mr. Sal appreciates it too. I do. Thank you. Uh, we'd appreciate if you guys shared the podcast, left reviews, subscribe, uh, we'll be back next week with another better call Saul episode. Uh, if you want to contact us, show up as podcast at gmail.com. We've got other series right now. Ozark's coming out. If you like this, you like Breaking Bad, you'll love Ozark. I mean, it's definitely in the similar vein there. They're almost, I don't see dichotomic like opposites, but this, you know, better call Saul, it's all about the detail, much mm-hmm. longer per scene. Ozark, a lot faster, still great, right? The, mm-hmm. Both pretty good. So would recommend that, but thank you for listening and we'll see you next week. We're done.